afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, February the 3rd, 2022. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Hope you're ready for another great show lined up for you today, because we've got one. It's not a slow week. The last couple of weeks in the uh, in the video game and even movie and, and TV news, we've had uh, all sorts of good stuff popping off, giving us things to talk about, which is always good, because as good as we are talking about bullshit, it's good to actually talk about things that have some substance. And before we get around to talking about that substance, i got a very important question to ask, as I do every single week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it was another week. Um... Did yeah. you tickle the ivories? Did I what? I can see, did you tickle the ivories? I can see the piano behind you. Oh, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, I'm still learning. I'm learning the basics, so I'm going slow. Learning Hot cross buns out in this bitch? Well, I'm a little better than that, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Mary yeah. had a little lamb? There you go. That's a little bit more up my alley. That's, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're not just sitting there for eight hours going, din, 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 din. All right. All right. That's good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I did that. Um, booked a trip to Vegas, so going there next month. Finally, getting the fuck out of Nova Scotia. I'm going over to the mm. to the land of cesspool and uh, fun. <laughs> I mean, so. it was a cesspool before COVID. Now it's just like it's a cesspool with a secondary cesspool placed on top of it. Yeah, sure. Why not? So, uh, so that's all booked. Gonna go to UFC and who's at the fight? Shit. Uh, right now it yet? it's yeah. Well, right now it's Kobe, Kobe, uh, Kobe Covington versus Masvidal is like the I think the headliner. Oh, okay. Um, there'll be a bunch of other fights on there. So I thought Masvidal uh, dipped. Who am yeah. I thinking of? Why in the hell would I think Masvidal dipped? That's weird. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Um. um so cool. yeah, that's been pretty much it, man. Uh, Kayla's birthday is on Saturday. Kai's birthday is in a later on this month. Um, dad's birthday is this month. My dad turned 60 years old this month. Oh, it's so. the big six zero this year. Yeah. So, uh, oh my, well, there you go. Yeah, so I'm assuming of... you're going to be doing something for that then. I would think so. Um, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure on what the plan is. Um, but we'll figure it out. Awesome. Fantastic. Yep. I was at the house all week. That was my week. Okay, much great. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the show. Uh, this week we tackled, um, we got all the garbage out. We ordered the dumpster. They dropped the dumpster off. Then we spent a day taking all the bullshit out the house, the flooring, the gyp rock, the everything that we uh, we were hauling out to get replaced. Uh, and so uh, we did that, uh, which which was mentally great because like there's a the, you know the turning the corner that you turn between you know planning what you're going to do and starting your demo and actually getting all the junk out of the house and then you turn the corner into all right now we're going to put shit back in the house you know where you're around that now, now you can faintly see the light mm. at the end of the tunnel and so uh we have uh we're going to be making our order for our, our flooring uh in the next uh, week or so uh and uh actually well technically i guess the order for the flooring is in uh we got like one more round of orders for uh for some gyp rock and stuff uh to put in and uh but right now we're tackling plumbing and by we i mean dad is tackling plumbing because 
don't fucking ask me to, to do anything more than, like, the most basic plumbing shit. But we're, we're, we're doing slightly more advanced plumbing shit, and so I have to defer to, uh, to Danny Boy, uh, for all of that. Um, specifically because we're doing the washer-dryer stack while also swapping out two-tap to a single-tap unit on the shower, but the shower, the washer... Uh, are all going to be combined, obviously, with several T's and also draining into the same pipe. So we've got a lot of extra, like, teeing off of the colds, teeing off of the hots, teeing into the drain, uh, and putting a, a proper uh, backflow stop so that if the tub is running and the washer is running, the water in the drain doesn't come back up underneath the, uh, the washer, things of that nature. So uh, a little bit more... I just, I, like, sometimes I can, like, you know, I can be there and I can, like, I can, I can sort of help occasionally, but right now I'm just standing there and I'm just, I'm nodding and saying yes. He's just sitting there talking out loud about all this shit and I'm like, yeah, yes, okay, sure, Sure. absolutely. How much is it going to cost? Fantastic. And then that's pretty much, that's pretty much the show. So, uh... So we got, uh, we got that, uh, all sorted out and, and, uh, new innovations is fun. You know, dad knows how to do everything. You know, he's built houses in the past, but now we've got, what's it called? Uh, um, shark bite or something like that, uh, for plumbing. So it's like a new fixtures that will work with, um, uh, with, uh, with pecs, but also quarter inch copper where you don't have to solder the bitch. You put it in and the teeth are strong enough and sharp enough that it backbites into the material and it creates the seal. And so you don't have to sit there, especially when you're doing like underneath a subfloor with a blowtorch and lid bar and trying desperately not to burn the entire house down. Uh, You can just fucking like plug that shit together and be done. It costs twice as much money, but dad was looked at me and he said, guess what? We're buying some of that shit. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that was pretty much the house this week, was clearing everything out, getting the plumbing kind of sorted. Um, the electrical is partially done, and uh, things are just kind of slowly going ahead. We're still airing the house out as much as possible, because Bill was a smoker, and fuck. Uh, you know, he didn't do a lot in the house. Like, it's not like the walls are yellow or some shit, but you don't have to do very much before the house just has that yeah that smell. I mean, that worst case smell. scenario, you can just paint. You know, and that'll well, we're going to paint anyway. We're going to oh, like yeah. wash the walls down. And we're going to paint everything new and that yeah, will help a great deal. Yeah. yeah. yeah you'll be fine. So uh, anyway, that's where we're at. And now it's time to talk about video games. Something that I haven't played in over a month. <laughs> I haven't like, touched You're a- not missing much, bro. I haven't, I haven't touched a game. You know what, bro? If, if I was in your position. Mm. All right. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm just living vicariously through you in this moment. If I was in your position, <laughs> yes, I'd be like, you know what? I've been away for a month. I think I'm going to stay away. <laughs> Bro, I ain't giving up games. Are you talking about streaming or games? Streaming, That's two different things. General, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, play, okay. I'd just be like, you know what? All right. I'm out of here. Yeah, no, I I, I think what, what's been the most interesting thing about about this process is... That in terms of like not playing games and not streaming at the same time, so uh, I haven't taken, I haven't been away from my stream. Uh, I, I can't twenty fucking. I don't. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I, I mean, that's a long time, man. I, so like I, my I, like, 
I wake up every day and I realize I realize that I haven't streamed in so long and it doesn't feel like that because you know you're so busy that you don't even realize how long it's fucking been. And I like it's hard to comprehend because I haven't taken that much time away from my stream literally ever. And uh, nor have I not played games for this long, at least recreationally, like anything. Yeah. Uh, in forever. I've played, like, 45 minutes of Skyrim on the PS5 for shits and giggles in, the, like, the last month and a half. That was, like, this, as much gaming as I've gotten in. And, um, but the interesting thing is, is that when you don't stream and you don't play games at all, like I have here for the last, uh, the last several weeks, I've gotten the urge to play games, but it's the recreational urge, yeah. which I haven't had in, like, a decade. Which is a totally different animal. Yeah. Like, it, like, like, I, like the games that I that my head is choosing. It does say just go play Skyrim with a PS5 just to fart around and fucking play some games. You know, it doesn't say you know go chase down yeah some targeted thing right that's going to work yeah. for a stream and that you have to review or go whatever, work. whatever, whatever. Yeah, the difference between working to play games and, and just, just playing to games. Play games. Yes, but and so like I'm just like I, I like Damn. I just. And so the the genres that I would normally have played and and did in the majority for years, stuff like action adventures and role playing games and racing games and things like that, none of which that do well on stream are the first things that pop into my mind. Doesn't yeah. matter which one they are or how old they are or if they're new. That's the stuff that pops into my mind, and that's been kind of like the 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 really weird. I don't even know what the analog for that would be. It's it's like it's like you came off of. It's like you came off of a fucking drug and now like you're you're back to using like I don't know less potent drugs. It's like, "Oh, I had a fucking heroin well, addiction think, for a while, but now I'm just yeah. back on the weed." Like well, <laughs> I think what it, I think what I think what it is is like you're you you're in a mindset of of playing games for work. Yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going to yeah. make your channel the most successful you can. Yeah. Um and then you've been stepped away from it for so long now that you have that separation where you're going, holy shit, you know, uh, I just kind of, like, I, I still, still play love game. playing games. Yeah. I just, like, kind of don't want to work and play games. I just feel like escaping. I had a long day's work. Yes. Working on the house. I just want to play some fucking video games. Shut off my brain. Yes. Uh, that's exactly yeah. it. Bro, I, that's why I was saying, man, if I was in your position, I, I, I'd be taking a long, hard look. Because you know what's going to happen, Adam. You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna you're gonna finish this house in like the next <laughs> month or whatever, right? Yeah. Then you're gonna go back on stream, and then it's gonna you're gonna go right into the vicious oh, the cycle. cycle. You yeah. Might, you might for like the first week or two, you're like, guys, I'm playing whatever I want to play because I just want to play some games. <laughs> and then you're gonna go, you know what? I have to play COD. Fuck, no, okay. I, let's. Let, I hate I, my life. Yeah. I. Yeah. I thought about that. I thought about vicious, that. The vicious cycle. It's a vicious is cycle. Happen. All over again, bro. You broke the matrix, man. You know it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, you've got. A, you've I've been got taken out. I can't go back in. You've been taken out. You've got a. You got some budget, fucking Agent Smith here saying, "Hey, which one do you want, man? Do you want to go back, or do you like this little this this new world that you're in? You you know, that's that's it, true. Man. That's what that's, it feels like. I can't go back in. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm not fucking. Uh, What's his name in the Matrix that 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 uh, makes the deal to go back in? He's eating steak mm. uh, at the restaurant and he's making oh. the deal to go back in. Yeah. Or maybe I am that. Maybe like we part of my be. brain. Maybe a part of my brain is that where I'm like, let me, 
let me just go back. God, uh, this, I'm eating this. My brain's telling me it's steak, but for all I know, it could be literally anything. Mm. Uh, Cypher, that was it, yeah. Um, but yeah, very interesting feeling, because I haven't felt I that way about games in, in a long time. So my hope is... Cause like here's like here's the thing I'm I I haven't logged into my Twitch account to look at where my sub count is right now don't. I don't even want to know don't I don't want to know I don't want to know because oh, yeah. I've got I just bought a house and I need to earn money and primarily my money earner is my stream which I haven't Patreon. touched patreoncom <laughs> TV. <laughs> Give me a second I'm too warm in this. Patreon.com slash leg TV. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I, I do look forward. I am a- absolutely is going, it's going to go down like that where I go back. I'm going to play whatever the fuck I want. I, it's probably going to be something because there are games that I want to review, but they wouldn't be like the most recent and like, oh, everyone wants to see me play this thing. Because I also miss reviewing games. Like, I like reviewing games. Like, there, yeah. there is a. Uh, there is, uh, otherwise I wouldn't do it. It's not like I'm getting 50 million views on my fucking reviews. I have to be doing it for reasons other than monetary. Uh, so I do look forward to going back to doing that. But the big thing though, is that in that, in that house, I'm getting a recliner and I'm putting it in front of a TV and 90% of my gaming is being done in a fucking chair and I'm not being at this stupid fucking desk playing games unless it is the most specific shit like oh i have to like try hard with a keyboard and mouse and there's just no way for me to set it up in a in a a chair if that's the case fine otherwise my ass is in a recliner i'm going back to trying to enjoy games again Mm. and if i fucking if my my stream which is already probably four to the six feet underground right now then fuck it, YOLO. I might as well go down hey, doing it the way I want it. If it's dead already, it can't get any more deader, right? So it's like, you know what? May do just do you, boo. Just do you. That's right. And and hey, if you hey, you may as well enjoy the process. Listen, man, you've got. I know we're we're going on a tangent here. It but doesn't I don't matter. Give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Fifty percent right. of this podcast is a tangent. Yeah, I mean, this is a conversation <laughs> that Adam and I would just have, just chilling and talking, right? Exactly. But uh, bro, if I was in your position right now, mm. I'd be like, I'd be like, listen, man, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Mm. I'm gonna play whatever the fuck I want to play. Mm. I'm gonna sit in whatever the fuck I want to sit. <laughs> because at which this sounds point, really weird, but like, if you don't stream, guys, bro, bro, but that's the thing. Like, here's the thing, bro. Fuck. You know, you got put into the situation that you wouldn't have voluntarily put yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like you, you were forced by life, right? You had to get this house. Yeah. You, got, you got you got the thing you wanted. Now you got to put all this work in. That's irrevo- You can't you, you can't, can't not, avoid not it. do it, right? You can't vo- avoid it. So you're in a weird place. You're put into a position that you would never put yourself in, ever. So now you got to ask yourself: Will I ever get into this position again? Mm. Right, and the chances, the 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 real answer is probably not for several years. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, well, am I gonna go and hate my life or hate p- portions of my life for the next several years before I put myself in that situation? Am I gonna want to then put myself in that situation a few years from now? You know, I mean, you know is, what the shitty, you know, you know what Adam, the shittiest thing is, you know what the shittiest thing is. That's here. Is that because I want to? I want to work for myself, and I was going to go sell some houses. 
Because mm. Morehouse Realty just fucking sounds good, not on paper, but also out it the mouth. It sounds great. It actually sounds great. The problem is, is that for as high as the prices in the city are right now, there are four houses to be sold split amongst every fucking real estate agent in the province. But, with that being said, all of your friends, family, <laughs> all that stuff, when they need a house, they're going to go to you, and it's your opportunity to build up clientele. So, you know, while things are small, you put How in How in the fuck you do you build, do that? Listen, every, every realtor's got to do it. Listen, you got the last name of a god, all right? <laughs> if Adam doesn't get his license... <laughs> And he's got more house. I'm telling you right the fuck now, bro. That shit sells itself, man. That shit sells itself, man. First year, that shit's making more money than your stream. First year, gotta. man. 100%. That's not a lot. That's not a, that's not a steep hill to climb in bro, the first place. Well, what does that tell you, bro? Yeah, Imagine it's true. you get your license. You're already making more than what you normally do. You still get to do your reviews whenever you want. And the beautiful thing is now you can play games and still stream. When you, whenever you can, and you get to enjoy it the whole time. You don't feel like doing it. Hey, guys, I'll see you when I see you. I'm a, you know, when are you, you got the matrix, you, you've broken the code. You've got the pills <laughs> in your hand and you've probably got about 30 days to make a fucking decision. Cause the moment you fucking take that, the, the wrong pill and you go back into the matrix, bro, you're going to be there for years to come. You're going to be a DJ like me, man. And I'm trying to live vicariously through you. What if I told you that I already have my business card in Photoshop completely already finished? Bro. It's there. Bro. Well, listen, listen. And you hey, know what the tagline I, is? Adam, you know what I'm going to do? Because a house is more than a home. More house realty. Come oh, on. there you go. Listen, Adam, this is what I'm doing. You get your license, bro. All right? You're getting all my business. <laughs> You're getting all of it. When I buy properties, I'm going to you. I just My need other- to wait for the inflationary rate to crush the price of houses so far that you're back into buying. I mean, I'm always looking. Hey, I can't. <laughs> hey, I can't say no to a deal. They're just hard to find right now. They're, but, they're a little tough. Hey, uh, what, was, what was the last count? Like 140, 140 houses. 144 single-family <laughs> homes, Nova Scotia, <laughs> or an HRM. Yikes. That's insane. Pretty That's crazy, such a man. crazy number. Like, yeah, this place is small. We got a million people in this province. Just, just, I mean, I mean, we just cracked a million. I mean, it. and it only happened because of the pandemic. It wasn't like we started birthing babies. That shit, that was people coming in to the province. But 140, 144 is such a, like, fuck. It's, it's crazy, no man. wonder houses are going for so much money, bro. There is nothing. I've been telling everybody this, man. And it's like this, not just here. This is like a norm, like in North America and a lot of states and provinces. And uh, people are like, oh, it's this that's giant. No, man, there's no inventory, man. There ain't no amount of rent control, no amount of of uh, taxing, you know, investors or uh, whatever other bullshit, you know, uh, fucking liberals are saying. Uh, I'm telling you right now, the issue is inventory. There's just not enough inventory. There's and we don't have and, we, and we're building like crazy. We just don't have there's not enough labor to keep up with demand. Yeah, no. It's just, no. just in, like just zero. No, bro. It it's is. it's absolutely like we got in. I'm so happy we got in when we did. And you know yeah. what? At first, I was like, man, we fucked up. Well, it's not that it's not that I felt like we, we fucked overpaid. up. It's just like it's just like I know that in this market, it's not overpaying. But you still feel like you're overpaying because you walk into the house and you can see it, and you go and you know in your mind that the only reason I'm paying this is because a bunch of Ontarians came down and fucked the entire market up during this pandemic. It wasn't like a bunch of 
Nova Scotians just popped out of nowhere and started buying up the whole fucking market. Uh, and so, like, you know, well, that you're- another thing, another thing, it's not just that it's not just that uh, it's part of it, but it's that's not it. A lot of it as well as over COVID, the prices of everything went up. So builders yeah. stopped building because yes, yeah. they had already had bids and contracts in yeah. for houses and they can't change the price. They can't so bring it up. Them, no. So a lot of them had to halt or give the option to the buyer. Hey, if you want your house built in the next 12 months, you're yeah. going to have to pay more. If not, that's fine. You're going to have to wait until the price of lumber comes down. The yeah. shit went up 400%. So people are just oh, like, Oh, it was right. nuts. It was like a single, a single stud. Can... What was it, like $12 for yeah. a stud? Yeah. You could use, you, <laughs> it was cheaper to go steal at one point than it was wood. <laughs> So, you know, so, also twenty percent yeah. of the purchases here were investment were investment groups and not actually yeah, people. People buying, yeah, people just yeah. parking money here, right? Yeah, but, so uh, just difficult. But oh, I was so happy we got in. I'm so yeah, happy and then next we year, got. Bro, you get your whole damn. You, in one year, you can get your whole goddamn down payment back just to, just in appreciation. You know what's great though? While I'm while I'm charging a little less than I would normally, because I get to know the person. You know who's moving in. To the bottom of this new place. Oh my god, who? Is it Brian? Smitty. Smitty's moving in. <laughs> you know what though? It's not a bad thing because then you can still make noise and you are you you know you don't. Well, have to I'm be, not gonna like run around the house like I fucking know, stomping on the ground. He's gonna be. He understands what he's getting himself into. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he knows yeah, you guys yeah. are boys. I'm also know. putting. I'm also putting. I'm also putting. Uh, you know, I'm not doing like we talked about uh, about maybe trying to get your dad's crew in to do a bunch of shit for the ceiling and whatnot. What happened is we cut out a spot to do the plumbing. We discovered that when they did the downstairs, they did the entire basement with uh, the sound dampening fucking metal uh, strips. The entire oh, basement. Sure. That's good. And that's good. it's glass fiber and it's fiberglass insulated in the oh, roof. That's good. That's really good. And so that plus. The flooring we bought that has sound dampening should get rid of like, yeah, eighty percent of the footsteps. And then on his bedroom wall, I'm putting, I am putting, a second layer of gyp rock with sound stuff to guard it from the stairs that are next to his shared with his bedroom wall. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I mean, like, I don't think adding any more is going to do anything. We've already got like the bar, the anti vibration bars. Yeah. And everything well, there's else. only so much really... you can do as well. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're still in a same dwelling, right? Like, you're yeah, gonna, exactly. It's just going to happen. We're going to hear each other to some degree, but, right? You know, I, like he was looking for a place. He still wanted to be close to dad. Uh, and uh, and I was, you know, we were obviously looking for somebody. I could have gotten a little bit more, but since I know who he is, yeah. I would rather take. Oh, all the a hit every time and put somebody that I know every in time. there every, every time. time, every time. I have so, properties where I, I, I either know them or I have had a good relationship over the years. I dude, I could be making easily another 12 to $1,500 a month for my properties. If I just raise the rent, uh, to like, you know, market. Yep. But if you've got a good tenant and you know, what's up and they pay rent, take it. That's the take dream. It. That's <laughs> the dream. It. Take it. It's a dream. So that's if exciting. It you know, it's 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 all you know. It's great. Uh, like uh, I'm um uh, everything is is good with the house so far. Uh, every the uh, like we had some mold in a couple of spots, but it didn't go through into or rot any of the frame anywhere. It was all surface shit. So we just cut the gyp rock out. It's gone. Uh, and it was only two small spots. Otherwise, everything is fresh to death. I can't believe how much copper is in this place. This was obviously before copper long before copper went up because they've got they've got like dude dude the drain the drains are copper jesus 
The dream. I could just sell the house for copper and probably yeah. fucking make my money back. Like, it was like a, a ton of fucking copper everywhere. So that was... And they ran three-quarter inch everywhere. Wow. Not half. It's three-quarter inch. So even though the bottom doesn't have temperature gauge taps, we did a test where we ran everything upstairs cold water while Dad ran the shower downstairs. It didn't change the water pressure. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about Brian, you know, we're upstairs doing some shit, Brian's having a shower, and all of a sudden, he's burned alive. We don't have yeah. to worry about that kind of shit. So, anyway. Video game news, Mr. Black, we should talk about it. If we have oh, to. One, one small, one small, wait, where's your weight at? I weighed myself the other day, 218. Now, oof. Jeez, okay. 218! Uh, I'm at... The last that was with I jeans checked, on, though, so probably 215. I'm probably like 184 right now, because I, I was at 192, Yeah, you brought, up, you brought it back after your stomach decided to fucking... So my stomach right now is like, eh... I, cancel you. It, it's still, yeah, so I'm probably going to drop, like, uh, I gotta, I just, I don't know. <laughs> but if I can stay 180, between 180 and 185, I'm like, I'm okay. But yeah, no, this is... Uh, bro, I'm going to chalk it up to two years of sitting on my ass yeah. and getting older, but yeah. it's been a bonus. I've literally never been able to put weight on. Like, if I, it's been a, like the struggle of my life to put weight on. My face was always like gaunt and shit. You could always see like my cheekbones and shit because I like I could barely, especially if I was in the gym, like I could fucking. But now I'm over the house doing like minor manual labor and mm. I burn just enough calories to be hungry 24 hours a day seven days a week and because i'm not in my own house the shit that i'm eating bro is not always good mom's making cookies and shit i've got mm. all this junk food i got ramen noodles it. coming just out my it, bro. my fuck just everything i'm eating bro. all times doesn't matter wait, what time of day it is wait till you get married and have kids man it'll be <laughs> 220 will go to 240 250 that's i'm six six be. i could probably get you to about probably... 235 and then yeah, it's no gonna problem. start to get sketchy no problem it's gonna start bro. to get a little sketchy uh, but there you go. Anyway, video game news, if we must. It's not $70 billion, Mr. Black, but Sony made a big move this week when it purchased Bungie for $3.6 billion. Sony I swooped in, took that X off of Microsoft's hands. Bro, I think they got scamazed, if I'm going to be honest. I think I think $3.6 billion is, a, is too much money for Bungie. Everyone thinks it's too much money for Bungie. So uh, there's a lot of debate around this, so I'll go through a couple of my points here, then we can talk a little bit about our, our views on this. So largely, in my notes, I had this written, largely considered an overvalued pickup. Excuse me. 1.2 billion of that 3.6 has apparently been airmarked for employee retention. What does that mean? Well, it means that Sony clearly didn't buy Bungie for its intellectual property only. They also want the talent that is currently in the company, and they don't want to lose the talent, which can often happen when a buyout like this happens. They are leaving Bungie alone, and they're allowing them to, be, to, to remain multi-platform as they have been. However, it seems like this is a, a bigger part of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a plan, so to speak. And that plan seems to be, uh, Sony has a plan to release 10 live service games by 2026. It's a small window in a lot of games, and to have them all be live service is quite a feat. The thing is, is that Sony doesn't have a lot of live service games in-house, and I don't think that Sony really knew how to make a successful live service game, but you know who does? Bungie. 
They've been doing it with Destiny now for, I think, is this seventh or eighth of the 10-year run for Destiny? I can't remember. But we're getting up there. We're getting up there. And so they've done it. They know how to do it. And so this is, I think, a way for them to bring in Bungie to not only make some money off of their success already as it is, but to also bring on the knowledge that comes with all of that uh, to uh, to be able to spin it off into these other 10 live service games that they're announcing they want to do by 2026 to make live service a bigger part of their portfolio because they're mostly known, as we've talked about many times before, and successful and and still ahead of Microsoft despite this buyout of Activision because of it, they're single-player high quality experiences that sony cranks out that's what they're known for but they don't have a lot of live service <laughs> live service and you kind of need in today's market to maintain size some long tail revenue generating thing because everyone or not everyone but a lot of people clearly play and like games as a ser- as a service or live service games so this seems to be in that piece of that puzzle uh, and why they were probably overpaying or willing to overpay for it. Uh, that $1.2 billion in retention, so what that is is it's like Airmark to be spent over several years to go to employees to stay at Bungie. And since they only have about 1,000, I think, employees, depending on how they do the percentage split up on that, you can guess at just how much money that actually means to stay in the pockets of many of these developers. It's a lot of money. Uh, some people are going to be seeing just, you know, close to a, a schmill, uh, on retention. So they are really, really, really thinking that Bungie is going to be a key part of their games as a service moving forward. The rest of that 2.4 billion is, is, I guess what they actually are buying out for the company itself. Uh, which I still think is probably a little bit, uh, overvalued and, and, I'll say my piece, and then I'll, I'll ask you about what you think about this. I, I, I mean, I think we both agree that it is overvalued. Most people do. The reason why is that even on paper, Bungie, if this was just for Bungie's IP and money-making capabilities, Bungie currently pulls in about 240 to $250 million in revenue a year. That's not profit. That's revenue. I have no idea what their cleared amount is, like what they're making in actual profit. Uh, but 250 schmill, uh, does in revenue does not churn out a 2.4 to $3.6 billion valuation in most markets. And I think that once again, uh, points towards Sony really wanting to pick these guys up for their, their brains, less about the IP and money-making and more about their ability to turn out and help them do nine or 10 more of games that will make $250 million in revenue, uh, in a year. So a little bit overvalued. I kind of see where they're going. It's a little odd because it is a bit counter to what Sony's been doing to be successful up to this point. But as long as it doesn't affect Sony spending the time to make those, continue to make those single-player games that they're known for, I think this will all be fine and help Sony maintain its its positioning because obviously Microsoft is just going galactic uh, on their side of uh, of the fence. But what do you what do you think about this? Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think it's overpriced. Uh, but at the end of the day. If that's their plan, um, then maybe it's not overpriced. You know, if they, if they, if if this is what they felt like they needed to do, um, then it's not overpriced at all. If if they end up actually making ten games by twenty twenty six, which I highly doubt they will, but say even if they made five, um, and every one of those is is making a hundred million, hundred fifty million a year or whatever, then. You know, over time, it makes sense, right? Um, it's just 
I think ultimately if they had done this a month ago, it'd be a little bit more positive news um, in terms of like, you know, uh, it not seeing so weird. Um, Mm. um, Or even when Halo was about to release or it just released and all the hype was good and stuff. But, um, or not Halo, sorry. um, uh, Destiny. Destiny. Um, It might have made a little bit more sense but um it makes sense i'm just mm. saying when when microsoft spends 20 billion dollars and then you spend 3.6 a 68 one, billion actually not 20 oh sorry activision blizzard 68 sorry. billion 70 billion 70 much. billion yeah let's round it up yeah spend 70 billion dollars <laughs> yeah yeah and you spend 3.6 right yeah it is, it's, 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 I mean, that just says itself. It's almost like you're in a relationship and you break up with your significant other at the time and you go ahead and you, um, you know, I don't know, you, you, you go on a trip with Dan Bilzerian or whatever, and mm. you are, you are smashing 15 of the baddest dime pieces that Instagram has seen mm. in the last ever. Okay. And your significant other, you found out, is now dating her third cousin. <laughs> you know, you, you look at it and you're saying, who's living their best life here? What? You know what I'm saying? This is Microsoft <laughs> is on a yacht right now in Costa Rica banging anything and everything snorting cocaine off ass and titties mm. just just living so wolf of wall street type shit spending money like yeah. it like it doesn't like like it's the fucking like it's congress just printing fucking money yeah like like it never like it, hey you know what everyone's getting fucked by inflation but we just we just spending bitch we just keep making more you know, uh, and then, you know, your ex is in a small rural, rural fucking <laughs> country banging her third cousin because, she, you know, um, she just she saw how much fun you're having on Instagram. And Billy, uh, uh, he, you know, he gave her some attention and she's like, are we first cousins? Nah, we're third. Oh, OK, <laughs> it's distant enough. Let's get it in. And you got to ask yourself, who's, who's doing better right now? At face value, it's, it's looking like Microsoft. But you never know. Billy might be a great guy. And, you know, he might be a good, a good listener. Who knows? It's just not looking good right now. It's $3.6 billion compared to 70 Definitely you got, something, you know, to keep in mind. You got Bungie. I mean... <laughs> Definitely it's, something to keep in mind is that is, is that as as much as I think it would be awesome to be able to say that this is like the world's worst clapback at Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard, is that these kind of deals don't happen in a two week window. No. This shit's been in the works for like probably yeah. six to nine months. But I mean, uh, but and we also know back in I think it was 2020, Microsoft attempted to buy Bungie multiple times, and Bungie kept asking more money than Microsoft was willing to pay. Obviously, because Sony. That's probably because Microsoft was looking at 
Bungie for what they brought to the table for their their IP, right? And not not what they bring to Microsoft for games as a service or whatnot. Like Sony is seeing this as a as a much different buy than Microsoft is. Um Microsoft was probably trying to get them for closer to their actual fucking market value, whereas Sony was coming into this with the different uh different things in mind. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. Uh I think that I get it. I understand it. Uh, I'm very interested to see how, in practice, this works out for Sony between now and 2026. Obviously, Bungie is not the one making all 10 games in this time frame, but they're trying to, I'm assuming, borrow the knowledge from their now-owned studio to be able to propagate these other games and, and other game studios to make them happen and make them successful. And whether or not that uh, that ends up being a success is, remains to be seen. But, you know, the reality is, is that is that Sony still is in the power position. They are still pretty dramatically ahead of Microsoft in this industry specifically. Will that last forever if Microsoft keeps buying up studios like they have been, even though Sony is likely to also be buying up more studios, and that's a guarantee that will still happen? Um, that remains to be seen, uh, because up until this point, Sony hasn't needed to uh, to buy studios to get into their market position. Sony just had a handful of studios and they focused on cranking out really good specific you know largely single player games and it got them to where they are so they can't do it forever but this is their attempt to 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 branch out and they know i mean the other thing is you know sony can't go toe-to-toe microsoft don't have that kind of money no microsoft could buy sony microsoft literally literally could just buy buy sony it never happened but no it never happened they have that type money i mean it's fucking microsoft okay yeah so I mean, it is what it is. Um, I, 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 I don't foresee Sony losing to Microsoft anytime soon. No. Uh, but one thing that Sony's got to keep, uh, got to keep in the back of their head, along with all of the consumers, is Microsoft's Game Pass. You don't need to have a console to to have this and play this, right? So people look at console sales, and but they're. I don't. The thing is, is I don't think this is no longer a race to sell consoles. This is a race to create platforms, an yes. on-demand type thing. Yeah. And Microsoft is winning that race pretty dramatically right now. Yeah. This is this is like um, you know, if you're if you're playing Mario Kart and we're on uh Star Road and you know, you've got you've got uh Microsoft who who is Mario and you've got fucking uh Sony who's Bowser um you know uh, or maybe not Bowser let's go with uh who, so, what's another Sony one? in this analogy should probably be like what's, Yoshi and then like Microsoft might be like I don't know like a like a DK and then DK on Star Road takes the shortcut on the N64 there, and nails it uh that's the that's the 70 billion dollar buyout meanwhile yoshi is just outright faster on average than everyone else and and has been ahead but then in the last there's only there's two laps left yep and dk has been lapped before that was last gen but this gen they spent the money they took a hard left they made the jump that's it did the cut at rainbow road and now they're closer than ever yeah and before you know it bro they're gonna be in the lead Without ever nobody even really seeing where it happened, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> We've got seventy million paid subscribers on Game Pass, and you know wh- that's that, deep. Th- that money that's generating is insane. 
and they don't need to sell consoles to do that. Yeah, they need to sell some a lot of consoles, but you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. The model doesn't need this. And are we going to get another console in 10 years? I don't think so. I think this is the last version of a console we are getting. I think from here on out, I think we'll get like an update to these specific consoles. And that's the show. This shit is going to be going on the cloud, online, eh, on whatever device that you want, playing on your fucking smart TV, and all you're going to get is a controller. That's the show. I don't think we're getting another fucking console. And I think Xbox knows what the fuck is up, and they're positioning themselves to be the leader of the new like consoleist console war. I, it's uh, gonna yeah, that, that does seem to be where we're where we're headed. Nintendo, meanwhile, doesn't give a fuck. Oh yeah, they yeah. I mean, Nintendo doesn't Nintendo. give a single fuck. In yeah, fact, I'm gonna skip to the end of the list because because uh, it's kind of related here. Nintendo Switch officially passed the PS One and the Wii's lifetime sales. Nintendo wow. has re- that's a lot. Nintendo recently said, and just to put a point on this, Nintendo has recently said that the Switch is about halfway through its lifespan, so it's already passed PS One and the Wii. Halfway through its lifespan, lots more of that to come, I'm sure, and we'll blow those numbers out the water. Uh, fun fact, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, to, uh, to uh, add to the uh, analogy we just went on there, uh, 48 million copies sold. A lot. 48 million copies of Mario Kart. They could have made zero games this generation, just made Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and it would have been okay. They would have they would have survived. 48 million. It's insane. insane. Nintendo also sort of spoke on these buyouts recently, saying that while it's not off the table that they themselves would perhaps buy some studios here and there, they plan to stick to their guns and what works for them, and let's be honest, it, it's working. It's working. <laughs> it's working. And why even muddy the waters? You like Nintendo's so blessed to be in their own fucking it's almost like these other consoles and these other companies that just they realize like that's a different beast. Yeah. We're not even gonna bother trying no. to compete with the with, with them. Let them do the thing. And they just need to keep doing what they're doing. It's uh, like, uh, it's like it's it's like they're they can't Disney, fail, they're Jeff. Disney World. They're 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 Disney. They're the Disney of video games. You know, the other ones they're they're you know, you've got like Universal Studios and fucking whatever other big thing. And it's just like, dude, Nintendo has the hearts of people. They, they're not going anywhere. I'm not saying no. Sony and Microsoft don't have that to a degree, but it's a different type of fandom. This is yeah. like, this is yeah. ingrained. This is like generational fandom. It's a different animal. This is a completely different animal. These are the types of games that like parents are excited to buy for their kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you grow your kids up on this shit. You know, you don't run out and buy somebody Call of Duty at the age six or seven. Like, these kids are groomed to love Nintendo. Just Poor like choice of words, but yes. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's pretty much, it's the same thing that like, <laughs> know, with, with McDonald's, mean. right? It's just like, kids just love the fucking golden arch. You know, like they just, it's the way it is. You might have all these other burger joints and stuff, fast food things that, do it may even taste a little better or whatever, but like they just are, give me that McDonald's. That's all I want. I want the I want the happy meal. Oh. So you just want their Mario Kart, man. I, apparently 48 million of them want that Mario Kart. So uh let me see. This is out of order, but I'll try and like double back here. EA admits in their financial earnings call the Battlefield 2042 did not meet expectations. Big shocker. 
I, not that they needed to tell anyone I'm that. Uh, that was shocked. That was knowledge that literally everyone had. Nobody needed them to say it. Uh, and that they're committed to having it reach its full potential. Whatever that full potential is, I don't think it's particularly high. Uh, there are already talks and rumors that the game may soon go free to play to save the player base, which is obviously tanked. And which we talked about. I don't know why I'm burping so much, my god. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we talked about that, it seemed inevitable. Uh, clearly, with the player base tanking and the game being full price and it being as broken as it is, even after this long... Uh, clearly, they need to do something drastic. Uh, the question is, when do they do it? And how do they handle the inevitable and enormous backlash of all the players that bought this game day one? Because it's not like this game been out for a year. Oh. Right? This game been out for like months, a couple months. Like three or four months? Yeah, at most. We haven't even, like, maybe they wait till the six month mark. Maybe, maybe they, like, that cushions, yeah. cushions it. But, like, I don't remember the last time that a major game like that went free-to-play so quickly after being uh, full price. Usually it's a year before they do. It wouldn't survive, I don't think, a full no. calendar year. No. Uh, it's barely surviving now. Uh, but, you know, apparently they're committed to turning it around, and they did mention that DICE has, uh, has a history of being able to take games that aren't doing well and turn them around and make them, and make them do well. Which begs the question, why does DICE have to consistently take games that aren't doing well and turn them around to make them do well? I mean, we need to be able to get that shit on day one. Make it work. Or at least in month one. Right? Like, maybe the game comes out, you know, you're gonna get your bugs, there's gonna be some shit. But, like, after a month, six weeks, that shit should be pretty good. Uh, and then you're worried about content at that point. But, uh, all the same, there you go. Good luck, uh, to, uh, to the guys and gals over at Dice who are going to have to pull this one out the grave. Godspeed. Uh, speaking of Godspeed, a little update on our one of our favorite topics, Mr. Black. What? Star Citizens back oh. in the news. Just yesterday, I think it was, Mr. Black. Star Citizen's developers and Chris Roberts, who may or may not even be alive anymore, or he may have paid Jeff Bezos to go to space and never actually return, uh, announced that they are going to dramatically cut back on what they put in their roadmaps because they keep getting flack from their, from their supporters. Every time a date is moved or things get cancelled, etc, etc. They're feeling the heat. Even the diehards are starting to come for the jugular at this point, Mr. Black. Uh, and uh, obviously the response to this was, you know, I, I looked into it to see, you know, how everyone was handling it for the most part. You know, I looked in specifically to Star Citizen Twitter, because that's my social media platform of choice. Also read some of the article comments on various websites to see how people were responding. And, you know, back in the day, you might have gotten, you know, a, a lot of the, the, the people that were had already bought in some sort of level of support for any of these decisions, even if they were, like, blatantly fucking negative. Uh, you're getting a lot less of that now. Now people are just outright saying this, this is just fucking scam at this point, uh, and they're, they're tired. There's still some people that are saying, oh, well, you know, I understand because... 
you know, when you're that transparent and, and if you've worked in any kind of development before, you know that things move, targets are constantly moving, things get canceled, whatever. If you tell everyone everything, it is obviously going to happen and you're going to get backlash for it. So maybe this makes sense to do. And I would agree with that if it wasn't for the fact that, that they've basically fudged this thing as hard as possible front to back. And we still don't have a date in sight. In fact, I remember Chris Roberts back in like 2016 talking about how heartbreaking it was to not show off Squadron 42. And I don't I can't remember, I think it was like E3 or some shit. We still don't have a, a truly and completed, to my knowledge, Squadron 42. It's now 2022. Six years after the fact. I don't know... I don't know how much money they're at. Can you look that up real quick, Mr. Black? You want to do me a favor? Let's see. Let's do a a little star. It's one of my favorite things. It gives me joy, Mr. Black. Not a lot of things give me joy out here, but seeing how much money Star Citizen is at for the year or in the last few months. Let's see where they're at. Um... Let me see here. Pledge store. Is that where I'm going? Or is this just on their fucking front page? It should be on... I should really have this like extras favorited at this point. Game. Yeah. Star Citizen. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got you. I got you. You got it? Alright. I got you. They are currently at Four hundred thirty-three million nine hundred and fifteen thousand four hundred and eighty-seven dollars on three point five one nine schmillion what they call star citizens. Uh, their big peak was back in November. I don't know what they released back then. Must have been a ship or something that everyone wanted to sell their home in real life to buy because they did twenty-one-five back in November, twenty-one mil. That's come back down to a measly January sum of $6 million. Uh, I don't know where we're at here so far in February. Oh, not very much at all. We've only, you know, we're, we're, we're three days into February and we're just above a million bucks. Shit just keeps. Yeah, it's, it's insane, bro. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how many people are actually playing this game. It must be a lot. Like, I, I don't know. Well, either- I mean, three million and uh, three to three point five or whatever it was million have spent money. So I had to assume some portion of them. It's just so much. They're still making so much money. Like, uh, I, it just doesn't make any sense. But sure, okay. Anyway, so there we are. We're we're well on our way to five hundred schmill. Do we do we hit five hundred schmill by the end of the calendar year, Jeff? Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Does Squadron 42 have a full and finished 1.0 proper release before no. 500 mil? No. <laughs> no. No. All right. I wouldn't, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like one massive money laundering fucking operation at this point. I mean, I have no idea. If, uh, I mean, when, when, you, when you're making digital ships for thousands and thousands of dollars... I mean, I mean, I don't know. Fuck, man. I, I, I just don't. None of it makes sense. But okay. I, you know sure. what? You know what I saw on Twitter today? I said one of two things are going to happen at, by the end of all this. We're either going to get an incredible Netflix documentary on, this, on the development of Star Citizen and how much of a skamaz it was. And or, and this is one I'd rather have, 
Internet historian is going to do a video on that shit, just like he did with Fallout 76, and I will watch it daily when that bitch comes out. It has to be happening. I have to imagine that Internet historian is sitting there, wringing his hands, waiting for the opportunity to make a uh, a, a video on that. But yeah, man, just insane. Uh, but now they're not telling them, like, even, now, now they're not even telling them shit. Now they're going to claw back dramatically what they actually put on these roadmaps. Uh, and as we all know, it's easier to give somebody something than it is to take it away. And the moment you take that away, they're going to have to ride that bad boy out. But man, at this point, Godspeed. If anyone that's still invested, invested in this, still spending money, still playing it, I, I hope they, they, I hope it pays off. Because, I mean, I, 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 man, none of it makes any, none of it makes it any sense. It doesn't make sense, but hey. I'm here to watch the circus. So. Oh man, it's it's good. Anytime I get to check in and see how much money keeps rolling through, it's a it's a fun time. Uh speaking of money laundering, the great NFT war uh in gaming continues, Mr. Black, as more are uh, more projects are announced and then immediately backtracked <laughs> like within 24 hours of announcing it. For some reason, these gaming developers and publishers haven't watched literally every other project get posted and immediately sent into the sun and think to themselves, you know what? We're going to be the ones. It's, it's us. It's, it's all publicity, man. <laughs> I, it's, it's, they're using buzzwords. You know, do, do and, any of these people even know, like the, the publishers and developers are like the, the corporate guys. Do any of them even know what an NFT really is? Or no. are they just being told that they should, that so, like somebody in the company has, has pitched them this shit. Or I'm so are they tired. just looking for a way to make money off of it in the short term uh, well, before it all falls listen, apart? Man, I am. Listen, I I fully believe NFTs are here to stay, and I think I think they're going to be here for a long time. Sadly. But like, but uh, I mean, this is just this. It's getting. I I'm so tired of just those three letters, man. I'm just tired of of NFT. I'm just like everything. And everyone's talking about it. Every every company's tweeting about it. Like it's just like, dude. Well, you know why? It, just just fucking do it and like be. I, I mean, I just I don't know, man. I when I buy a video game, I have zero desire at all <laughs> to make money to off have, it. <laughs> to have any type of piece of the game digitally where I can resell. Like I guess, like I'm not against it, but like. Man, this is turned into a buzzword. I can't even like it's just no. And they all say it and then they all like apologize. They're like, sorry. <laughs> I we didn't fully understand the scope. We didn't fully get it, but we're gonna do our best to educate ourselves and partner with the right set of people to make this the thing that you guys want out there. But apologies. And it's the same thing. Everyone's NFT and everyone's like, fuck you, fuck NFTs. And they're like, sorry. <laughs> That's what happened. We didn't, we didn't see this happen 15 <laughs> times in the last seven days. Oh my God, man. We thought anyway. that our group would be the one, but you know what? You know, the most like, man. Okay. Having been involved in crypto on the second wave. So I I wasn't the primary wave. I was like the secondary wave. 
the thing about crypto is it's still is that well here's my this is entirely my opinion on this shit crypto may uh, at in the opening days regardless of of the actual utility of crypto which is obviously a totally different topic but the the thing about crypto in general is that it was originally seen as a not even a store of value but as a, a get rich quick scheme for a whole shitload of people that got fucked circa like 2008 when the economy went into the toilet and if you were involved in crypto at any point in the last like decade let's say you would have seen that on everything everywhere it's bots bots more bots 98 percent bots everything is just botted to talk about and generate buzz around every token every coin every everything and all it is 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 just pump it up pump it up to the moon to the moon sell speculative hype machine it's insane that's what nfts are and i just and there's nothing there's no store of value in it it's like there's nothing like it's and so but here's the here's why here's why it bothers me more now than ever is that there's a group of people the people that are pushing NFTs were involved, by and large, in crypto a long time ago. And so they're just sitting on boatloads of, like, Ethereum and shit from back in the day. And so when something goes up and they want to drop 1,100 Ethereum on a fucking ugly-ass friggin' Microsoft Paint painting of somebody's left fucking testicle, they can. Because they've just got it sitting there. When you see that something went for, like, three million fucking dollars worth of Ethereum, for somebody that got involved in crypto when Ethereum first popped up on the market and they were either mining it or got into it, that's nothing. There's literally nothing. They're just sitting on just boatloads of Ethereum. It doesn't mean anything. They didn't actually spend three million fucking dollars on it. And the other thing you have to keep in mind is that of all the people that are even involved in crypto, of all the wallets that have been tracked getting involved in NFTs, it's like this micro-fucking-scopic thing. So all this buzz and what Jeff's talking about is true, and you guys would see it on your social media, even Matt fucking Damon constantly berating you on YouTube and YouTube ads about getting involved in NFTs via some via, via whatever exchange it was. I can't remember if it's crypto-fucking.com or whatever it is. Uh, it's all based on this tiny fraction of a tiny group of people and they already have the money, and they're telling everyone that you're going to make a bunch of money if you don't have any. Crypto is no longer about getting wealthy if you don't already have money. Getting, getting involved in crypto right now is people that are already wealthy getting more wealthy. When you see people going on like late-night talk shows like Paris Hilton and having really awkward conversations as part of the interview about NFTs and about the monkey that she bought, it's not because she actually knows anything about NFTs or whatnot. It's an easy place to hide a bunch of money or make a bunch of money for people that are already fucking wealthy or independently wealthy. So it's this giant Ponzi scheme-ass bullshit with so many negatives. You know what's really good, though? I can't remember the name of the guy, but he did like a two and a half hour long fucking YouTube video on crypto that led up to the how we got to this NFT thing. And it was so fucking well done. I mean, everyone should watch it for the first seven minutes just to just so that you have an idea of what happened in 2008 to begin with. But it was very well done and it encapsulates almost everything perfectly. It's not perfect, but it's as close as anyone's ever gotten. And if you've watched that video and you still sit back and you're like, yeah, we should we should be on this hype train, this NFT shit. You're a lost fucking cause. Uh, that's all. That's all I can say. Do I think it's going away? No, I agree with Jeff. It's uh, here. They're going to make around. it happen. The people with money are going to make it a thing. If you oh, keep well. drilling down on it and they spend more and more money, it will eventually become a thing. You've got coins taking billboards in Times Square that are worth like one one millionth of a cent 
that spend money to put their fucking shitty unicorn corn uh, coin on a billboard in Times Square. They've got all this. They, they're already wealthy. They're just making it happen. They're brute forcing the shit. It's like listening to Taylor Swift on the radio and you hate it the first all time right. you hear it. All and then right, you keep hearing Taylor Swift songs over and over again until you're driving to work and you find yourself singing Taylor Swift. You're like, fuck, how did we get here? Why am I singing Taylor Swift? And it's just because you've been pummeled to death with it. So yeah, I like I think that like a bunch of people with money, it's like Ubisoft is sticking to their guns, uh, Konami is sticking to their guns. They're just gonna make it happen so that they can I don't know fucking launder money or some shit. Uh, and it's just a, a fucking complete gong show. It's it's a mess. Is there is there viable crypto shit? Yeah. Is there more than like a handful of viable projects? No. Just. Stop. Stop the NFT thing. It's not going to, but stop it. I, th- I think, uh, just to wrap this up, there's somebody that said on social media, I wish I remember the name, that they said, you know, as funny as it is, I wish, I was hoping that this NFT thing would, like, explode and die in this really entertaining and funny way, but they were like, I don't think it's gonna happen. We're just gonna see this, like, sadly drag on for this really long period of time, and we're gonna have to fucking live with it for, like, way longer than we probably should and I think that's the reality, and it's kind of sad to fucking think about, but here we are. Here we are. You know what's not sad to think about, though, Mr. Black? Gran Turismo 7, bringing the series back to form. I got excited. I haven't been excited about Gran Turismo since, like, A-Spec. It's been a long time. Uh, but Sony put on a show, specifically its own state of play for Gran Turismo 7 here the other day. Uh, going in depth with uh, with its flagship racer. Long story short, it looks. Uh, this is just my opinion. It looks very impressive, and they obviously spent a lot of time to bring the most realistic weather systems uh, to the game that they could. There's a lot of talk around the weather systems that they're putting in. Uh, it's like the holy grail of racing games is getting realistic weather that actually affects the racing on the track, uh, and they they put a lot of effort into making that happen here for seven. Uh, also, it looks like pretty much all the Gran Turismo's, it's visually very, very, very impressive. It's got that same, like, Gran Turismo and Forza have two different graphical styles for how they go about their games. They both look absolutely insane, like, visually they're off the charts, but they're very distinct. The way I describe Gran Turismo in every way, shape, and form is that it's, like, clinical. It's surgical. It's, it's very clean. It's like clean cut. I literally can envision a very wealthy Japanese businessman walking around in a suit, getting into an expensive car. That's Gran Turismo 7. Uh, Forza is some dude that, like, uh, some entrepreneur that was that, that made all of his money at the age of 18 because he found some, like, crazy-ass prod, uh, product that took over, like, the Zoomers by storm, and now he's making all sorts of fucking money, or she's making all sorts of money, and then she goes out and she's dressed up in, like, whatever the fuck they just put on that day, some sweatpants, and hopped into, like, whatever crazy-ass uh, customized Ferrari that they had. That's Forza. It's, like, two different uh, ends of the loving car spectrum. You still get that, like, lounge jazz music that's in, like, every fucking Gran Turismo game forever. They still have that. Uh, And they've made some important improvements to things like the livery uh, editor that Forza, you know, really ran wild with many years ago. And it's been a little slower to to become adopted here in Gran Turismo. But it's there. It's better. It's looking great. And I might play my first Gran Turismo game in a hot fucking minute. So I'm uh, I'm excited to check that out uh, when it comes. I think it's next month. Uh, that it drops. Um, Rocksteady Suicide Squad. 
Kill the Justice League game that we watched the trailer for ages ago now. Well, ages, months, but... Uh, that got delayed until 2023. Not a big surprise there. Lots of games continuing to get delayed. That's a big delay, though. I mean, that's a pretty pretty hefty delay, but at this point, like Jeff and I keep saying, and Jeff coined it at this point, is you know what game gamers want, Mr. Black? Good video games. If you gotta delay it, so that it's good, good video games. That's all we want. Uh, Phil Spencer took home a Lifetime Achievement Award at the 25th Dice Awards this year. Uh, and by that, I mean like in the last 24 hours. Uh, which, well-deserved. Sure, yes, absolutely. Phil Spencer, Philly boy, out here doing big things for a long while uh, and continuing to do big things. Uh, and so congratulations, obviously, going out to Phil Spencer, uh, who who humbly, of course, said that for all that he did, the majority of it was also the people that he worked with in uh, uh, the whole way because it was a team effort, which is true. Uh, anyone that's going to be uh, you know, honest with themselves knows that it's going to be uh, a team effort to make anything like that happen. But good to see Phil get some recognition and everyone on my timeline from the industry was uh, you know, giving him a pat on the back for it. Uh, and I think... I think that's it for gaming news. Mr. Black, it's time to jump on over into sellout mode. Patreon.com slash TV. Head on over there to throw a little bit of cash money at the screen. If you can't afford to do so, that's all right. You can help us out by spreading the word of the podcast, hitting the like button, leaving a comment, checking out the VODs, leaving a review, all of those things. Or you can support our sponsor, NordVPN. If you guys don't already have a VPN service... Get a massive discount when you use the promo code OTT. Go to NordNordVPN.com slash OTT. Mm. Use the promo code OTT. Get a massive discount. Bonus month when you get a two-year subscription. Stay safe. Stay anonymous. Watch different regions of Netflix. Play different regions of video games. All at the click of a button. It is 2022. If you don't have a VPN service, you are not doing it right. Uh, you need to stay safe, stay anonymous when you're on the internet, whether you're at home or traveling, friend's house, uh, you're at Starbucks, you know, you can, you can hook this up on any device, smartphones, computers, Macs, uh, routers, smart TVs. I mean, they've got it all for everything. Uh, very, very easy to use. One click of a button will mask your IP. Um, it is, uh, very, very high quality servers with very fast speed, so you don't have to worry about uh, not finding a good enough connection to do all the stuff that you want to do, whether that's streaming, playing games, games, and stream at the same time. You can use up to six simultaneous devices on one account, so you can have multiple people using this at the same time. And for the less less than the price of a Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte at Starbucks a month, just a few bucks a month, you can get yourself... Um, all of that stuff that I just told you about. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, guys, I've spent $3 on far less quality in my time, like the Tim Hortons I had this morning. Cost me more than a monthly subscription <laughs> at NordVPN. All right, this isn't $10 a month. This isn't $15 a month. This is a few bucks. And when you get a big discount on top of that, it's a win-win. Win. What are you waiting for? You support us. You support the sponsor, and more importantly, you support yourself. NordVPN. Go check them out. <laughs> now it's time for... Movies and TV. 
<sighs> Since The Rock clearly does not want to return for Fast and the Furious 10 and Beyond, which is the only movie he doesn't want to be in, they're calling in support and reportedly bringing Jason Momoa into the fold to play the villain! I don't know if Why it's been not? confirmed yet, but it's being talked about at least amongst uh, the, the rounds for journalists. Uh, you know what? Sure. I think he fits. I think he'd do a good villain in a fast movie. I think he'd, uh, he'd, he'd make it work. And he's just another, you know, big juiced head fucking. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't made this a thing where, you know, Vin Diesel gets cloned and they got to fight. <laughs> they got to fight Vin Diesel. You know what I'm saying? Vin Diesel fights Vin Diesel in fast 11. I mean, I mean, at at this point, right? Why not? But sure, Jason Momoa, why not, man? Bring bring them all in. I, at the, I didn't even watch the last one, so I, I at this point, I'm I'm checked the fuck out of Fast and Furious. I'm like The Rock at this point. I really don't want anything to do with Fast and Furious. I'm just over that franchise. Mm. I'm just over it. Last one uh, wasn't actually terrible. It was it was okay. Yeah, well, it, it was, was all right. Sure. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say run out and watch it, but you know, it was it was tolerable. All right, it was tolerable. Uh, so there you go. Halo's Paramount Plus series got its first full trailer this week and certainly drew some attention thanks to the representation of Cortana, Master Chief's voice, and the story elements. Uh, for example, the human being, one of the humans being on the Covenant side, for example. Did you see this trailer, Mr. Black? I did. What I were did. your thoughts? How did you feel? I actually think it looks pretty good, to be honest. I mean, it looks like Halo, uh, which is what you want. Um, will the show be good? Who knows? We don't have to wait very long. No, um, I think it's going to be kind of hard to fuck this one up. I mean. You would think Halo's hard to fuck up, but I'm sure somebody is capable of finding yeah. a way to, yeah. <laughs> to fuck it up. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, I'm oh, check it out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, it's clear at the very least that, they're, that they have not skimped on visual effects budget. Uh, you know, for a TV show of any kind, uh, just for that trailer, especially for something that's untested, uh, for its first season. So several dollars have gone into making this show look pretty good. Um, a lot of people were jarred by the fact that Cortana was more like flesh and blood look versus her blue purple, uh, hologram look. It is the voice actress that plays Cortana playing Cortana on the show. Uh, and so what's her name? Jennifer Hale. Uh, I want to say. Um, so it's her, and it sounds like her because it is her. It's just that people were like, why in the shit does it look like a little pocket version of an actual person instead of, like, making her blue like a hologram? It's kind of weird. Um, we don't know if there's a reason for that. Maybe, they are going maybe, off canon. Yeah, maybe, well, also, maybe this is the first version of her, and maybe she turns into the thing that everybody knows. It's possible. They, I mean, Cortana is based off of uh, Dr. What's-Her-Face uh, in, in the Halo universe. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I, there could be reasons, because you know, they are going off-canon. Uh, but all the same, that was, like, one of the sticking points. It didn't fucking phase me. Like, I saw it, and I was I like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Did I care? No, because it was her. It sounded like her. But you know what did phase me? Chief not being Chief's voice. Mm. That was weird. I don't know why they don't have... Uh, his, his voice actor doing this, I mean, there's only two, uh, two things I can think of for that. One, they're taking that fucking helmet off, which would be fucking catastrophic. And two, they just didn't want to pay him. I don't like, I don't know. I can't think of like any reason why they wouldn't put, if they're going to have Cortana, well, if it's Cortana's canon, voice. Right. So you never know. There might be multiple master chiefs. 
It's true. You know, you know, it's it's kind of the thing like with 007, you know, and the new 007, like 007 is, you know, just a number. It's yeah. It's not, you know what I'm saying? So like a Master Chief could theoretically there could be this could be the first iteration. Maybe this Master Chief dies at the end of the season, and then you hear that that voice, and he picks up the helmet and puts it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, one one seven shows yeah, up. Yeah, like you just never know, right? You it's know, true. It, who knows? It's off canon. It's true. Anything can happen, guys. Just watch the show. But in general, like it's not like like I said this too. I was like, you know what? The voice threw me, but it's not going like I'm not. It's not going to ruin no. my experience after like five minutes. It's That's gonna it. it's gonna go away, right? Yeah. Um, uh, all I know is that it is for a video game to TV series adaptation, probably the closest thing we've got to something that looks legitimately good ever. <laughs> Not a lot that have gone, uh, have gone this far to look as, as, uh, as good, I guess, as, as this. So yeah, we only have to wait another month or a month and change. I think it's like March 20 something. I think it comes out. Uh, mm. and so, uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, looking good. That's, that's, uh, that's, it's comforting for sure. Uh, it takes two. So uh, also not only Halo being the one being taken to the, uh, the small screen, it takes two by Hazelite Studios, which was that indie game that won game of the year at a couple of places this year, actually, uh, is set up to also be adapted for film and television. Uh, we don't have any information on what platform or anything like that. I don't think that that's going to come out on. Uh, but uh, but it is happening. Also, more video game stuff. Although, I guess, specifically, it wasn't originally a video game, but there was a video game made on it. Uh, the underrated, in my opinion, and underplayed, American, uh, American McGee's Alice video game is being turned into a TV series with no platform announced yet either. Uh, I can definitely see that being turned into a pretty good series. I think that would do very well. You have to get the right uh, director on that bad boy. Because um, it is kind of approaching Tim Burton-ish. And uh, and so I think a lot of that's going to be... I don't know if they've announced it yet who would be directing that kind of shit. Or if it's going to be... If it's a series, maybe there's multiple directors. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I'd be totally interested in seeing uh, an Alice... Uh, series based on American McGee's Alice uh, video games. Uh, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, and, and, you know, I'd watch the Take-Two stuff as well, but certainly lots of games. Like, this is when you know the games... I mean, we already knew games have been out-making money, like, outpacing movies and television for money-making for fucking many years now. But now, you, you know, you know that, that old money people are starting to perk up when you start getting batches of announcements for games being turned into tv and movies all all you're in, gonna get uh, more and more of that i think just because like the streaming wars you can green light these shows um for relatively cheap and yeah. do, a, do a, you know see if something sticks and the the story the canon and whatnot is there yeah you know it seems i mean think about it how much easier. did disney buy star wars for a lot four billion Right. And Microsoft just bought Activision Blizzard for 69 point something or whatever, or $70 billion, yep. right? You have to look at that as a movie or television executive or studio and go, okay, clearly there is a shitload of value in this game stuff. We have to find a way of translating it to the small and big screen because if we do it right, 
obviously there's money to be fucking made if it's going for that much. I mean, Bungie just got sold, even though it's overvalued, for just shy of $4 billion, right? And and in 2000, and or back when, when Microsoft first bought Bungie, like when they were doing Halo for them, I think they sold, they bought Bungie for 20 to 40 million back then. And now they're going for just shy of four bills uh, inside of a, of a, of an 18 year window. You know, so that's, that's quite substantial. So yeah, uh, hopefully it means that we're also going to get higher quality stuff because up to this point, you know, the video game translations have not been particularly fucking successful. Uh, and we got the, the, you know, the rock Dwayne Johnson. We still don't know what it's going to be. There's rumors that it is call of duty. It seems to be honing in closer to call of duty. Uh, but we don't have anything definitive yet, and we'll have to wait, I guess, and, and see. He did say sometime this year, but it's also only February, so God knows when that will actually be announced. Uh, but all the same, yeah, more stuff on the way. And that's all I had there. I don't know if there's any other news for movies and TV that you uh, had to heard this week. No, nothing no. that I've heard. No. Em and I watched uh, the... Did we finish the season of... Um, What's this? Oh yeah, I know, I know. Uh, what 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 was the uh, Wheel of Time? Love, did we finish the season? I think we yeah, did, right? I finished that too. Yeah, we watched the full first season of that uh, here this week. Uh, we liked it. You know, like uh, like you said, it's I I agree. It's 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 a seven for sure. I think a couple episodes are definitely like an eight. Like some of the episodes better than others. Uh, clearly, um, very intriguing. I I haven't read the books. Uh, which I think in these instances are are kind of a bonus because yeah. obviously they take a lot of liberties with the the story, especially when you're talking about a series that includes 15 fucking books. You're going to cut some corners, shit's going to get muddy, and you're going to make some changes. Um, but yeah, I'd say overall seven out of ten. Some of the episodes definitely an eight. Um, I think the characters are are doing a good job so far. I think the acting has been pretty solid uh, across the board. The writing has been pretty good. Uh, the visuals are, are I think, I, I definitely agree with you. You mentioned before, when we were talking about before I saw it, the, the practical effects uh, that they do are very impressive. Uh, the enemies uh, are, uh, the, the, you know, the, the orc analog in, in the show, very, very well done. Um, certainly more than I would have expected for, again, like anytime you see a first season of something, you expect that the budget might be big, but it's not going to be like... They're not going to go balls deep right away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if this season was like that, I have to assume the next season yeah. is going to look even better uh, uh, for sure. Was there anything like now that we can talk a little less spoilery, I suppose, because people might not have still have seen it. But was there anything else that stood out about that that you'd that you'd like to see change for season two to make it more intriguing for you? Or was it just kind of like one of those things where you're like, oh, I'll just wait and see what happens yeah, I'll wait and uh, see for what season happens. two? Like, I liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah, I liked it. it, and I liked it enough that when the next season comes out, I'll I'll watch it for sure. Give it a go. Mm. Um, but it, yeah, it's got promise. I mean, it's got promise to to do cool things, and mm. uh, I like the the anthology of of some of the characters and different things. I think it's cool. Um, yeah, I would I would I run out and tell everybody to go watch the show immediately? Probably not. But <laughs> if you've wa- if you're like I don't have much to watch, and I do kind of like fantasy, you know, Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones meets whatever. Yeah. 
Like it's better than a lot of these shitty, like shittier teeny bopper magic type oh, yeah. shows. Definitely a notch above all those, but it's yeah. definitely a notch below like The Witcher and some of the other big, big uh, fantasy type shows. But it's serviceable for sure. So yeah, yeah go check that out. I yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I we watched that, um, and right now we're watching um, Archive. Oh, 18? that. Yeah, M considered it, and then we just decided not to, but how have you guys been feeling about it so far? Oh, it's good. Yeah? It's, it's, it's good. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's a type of show that after the first episode, you're in. You know? Okay. It doesn't take long. doesn't take very long. All right, the hook no. is there. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's there. It's a, it's, it's a big mystery, it's a, it's, and it's, it really is a mystery. Like, uh, you're, you're trying to figure out, what's going on and what all okay. this stuff means. And there's a bit of a horror element to it, but it definitely goes more teetered like thriller? towards thriller, suspense, mystery. Uh, but there's definitely horror elements to the show um, for sure. Closest thing that I could think of is like, it, 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 it is kind of like um, uh, that other show. Uh, the Netflix ones, the horror shows. The, oh, um, Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House. It's got that type of vibe where it's dark. It's um, there's some fuckery going on. Not only mm. uh, not only some un un unnatural type stuff, but also there's a people element to it as well. Mm. and it's uh it's good and we're only on episode three so like we've watched okay. two episodes and like we're in okay. um i'm definitely more excited about this show than i was wheel of time coming to the third episode but we'll okay. see we'll see how it we'll see how it pans out pretty dramatically different genres too i suppose at the end of the day yeah. oh yeah yeah it's a completely different show um the acting's great um and it's kind of like at the end of every episode so far, you're like, you kind of want to watch the next one to see like where it's going and what's going to happen. So we'll see. I'm not even okay. exactly sure what the show is yet. Like I know what the concept is <laughs> and like what the characters are trying to do, but like, I don't know exactly what, that could I'm be fun. Watching. That could be fun. You know, when yeah. you don't, when you don't, when you can't really place your, you know, your finger on it right away, it can be fun to have that element because it adds, it adds to the mystery beyond what you're trying to figure out. Yeah. You know, amongst the characters and, and happenings on screen. All right. Well, yeah. maybe I'll, maybe, maybe Em and I will give it a, a watch because we are running low. We watched, um, we watched the Twinder Swindler earlier oh. today. Oh, my goodness. That was a trip. <laughs> I uh, did you see that? Did you watch I that? I didn't watch it, no, but I heard about it. Yeah. Bro, that I motherfucker don't... got out of jail basically immediately, and it's just back on his on his bullshit right mm. out the gate, and zero fraud charges in any of the countries in which he committed blatant and proven fraud. <laughs> fraud. Yeah, I heard about I heard about that show. Like uh, the, I, might, the I might check fucking... it out one of these. I might check it out one of these nights. It's definitely like like it's definitely worth like a watch for sure. Just to. Like, because at first, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what, dude, it's just wild. And, and like the, the crazy thing is, is that there are other shows on Netflix that are like this, where, you know, it's basically a swindlers. They've like, there are just people around the world doing it. It's usually guys, but there's people around the world doing this shit, but he did it big. He was doing it like he did it into the, into the multiple millions. Skamazin. 
Well, at the same time, shit was crazy. So yeah, definitely, definitely uh, worth a watch. Out. If you got like nothing else, and you're just in that kind of mood for that kind of a documentary. Um, other than that, oh, uh, Lord of the Rings did like a little poster reveal thing uh, on Twitter, you know. Oh. And whether whether it was, I don't know if they really desperately needed to wait for Black History Month to start before they showed the first black person in all of Lord of the Rings, but they had that hand out there, and it was the first. It's how I discovered it. It wasn't even that I followed the account. Uh, it was like black Twitter popped up on my friggin' feed as it ever as it does quite frequently, uh, and all the reactions from black Twitter on the holy shit, is this really a black person in Lord of the Rings? Is it happening? I had a dream. <laughs> That one day we'd have a, a black character in the Lord of the Rings. There you go. Representation. 2022. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's another one to look forward to, too. I think I've asked this several times before. Do we have a release for that yet? Yeah, I think it comes out in November. Oh, okay, so that's like end of the year type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, okay. think it, I think it's November. I could be wrong. Okay. Maybe November 2nd or something. Okay. I did like every once in a while I'll get on like weird rabbit holes on YouTube where I'll watch shit about the Lord of the Rings and just like listen to people that are perhaps way too knowledgeable about uh, Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. But it's so interesting to, because th- everyone's so passionate about that shit. Um, dude, Tolkien was was you know notwithstanding the fact that he obviously wrote pretty much everyone as being white, but all the same, uh, that dude was a fucking genius, bro. Holy shit. Uh, he was coming. Uh, he made, like literally just invented languages and script for all, for these languages and shit. Like he was, a, 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 I guess, a, a, a linguistic. Uh, well, he was a ling- like a linguist, but th- th- like that's for like spoken. Like uh, there's a different word I think for um, for the written. Anyway, that dude, impressive, impressive motherfucker, and kind of funny because like the Lord of the Rings as we know it today was a mixture of his failed attempts to get published. And then a story that he wrote, I think it was for his daughter, that was tangentially related to those original stories, was what picked up traction at the publisher. And then he, like, combined the two, The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and all this to create this, this, uh, this, what we know now, uh, in The Lord of the Rings. And it was kind of like a bit of happenstance. But yeah, very, uh, very interesting stuff. And I hope the show ends up being good. Because I think like it will we've, be. I think like it's we've, good. we've said it before. I mean, the, the fucking expectations for something going in. It's big. It's I, I don't, I'm not sure that there's a show that has come out since Game of Thrones that is going to have this type of expectation. Expectation? And yeah. And I mean, I'm talking about like the next season of Game of Thrones. When Game of Thrones first came out, like nobody really. Yeah, nobody gave a fuck. Like season three. Yeah, but I this is out the gate. This is out the <laughs> gate. Everybody and their dog is yeah. going to be checking this out, and it's either going to be the next Game of Thrones, or there's going to be some serious rage. Yes, like there there is no we need an okay show. This needs no. to be like this is a nine and higher. Yeah, it needs to be that out the gate. Because I've said it on this podcast, May Tops. I'll keep saying it. I still think the the trilogy, that original Lord of the Rings trilogy, is arguably the greatest trilogy in movie mm-hmm. history. I agree. Yep. It's crazy. And so so do millions of other people. So good fucking luck. Best of luck. You'll need Best it. of luck. That's it. Time to move on to tech support. Patreon.com slash lag TV is the place to go if you want to financially support this podcast and help me get out of crippling debt, of which my numbers just keep going up. And I guess pay for the electric bill that Jeff now has for his hot tub. Bro. We just got, bro. 
First bill roll through? <laughs> bro, we just got our first bill. Bro. Are you our immediately was, regretting this decision? Our bill was... <laughs> doubled? <laughs> no, it wasn't doubled. It was almost $1,600. For ah, ah, I mean, it, is, it has been very something. cold this year, too. So this is like, this well, is the I worst mean, we've bill. Had, we've had heat on. It's still on right now. Heat is literally on 24-7. Yeah. We use an AC at night in a room. <laughs> like, so we have like an AC machine going in the room. And then we have the hot tub and every other shit that we do. Um, yeah, it, it's been slamming that power bill, bro. Holy fuck, man. Slamming it. Uh, but yeah, place to go. Patreon.com slash lag TV. And uh, 10 bucks or more every, uh, every month. You get to ask us some questions. Call tech support. Let's do it. I don't know where all this indigestion's coming from right now. I haven't eaten anything in forever. Maybe that's it. It's driving me crazy. I hate when I get that on the podcast. I just have it all the time. I'm just, my stomach is just <laughs> telling me just to go salty. Fuck myself. Yeah. Has it gotten any better, like at all? Yeah. Like, yeah is it continuing it, yeah, yeah. to improve? Yeah, it's, it's definitely okay. gotten better for sure, but it's still. Just a meme? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's the worst. The stomach issues fucking blow. Yeah, uh, oh my God. Why? <laughs> The fuck Murray kills kept keep rolling through, Mr. Black. This time from Mark Fury, we got uh, TikTok, Instagram reels, and YouTube shorts. Um, I'm killing uh, all of them. I'm, I'm fucking them first. That is very ordered and is important. I'm fucking them all first. I'm killing them all, and then I'm marrying Vine. Wow. Edgy. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely killing TikTok. It just. It can die. Yeah. Um, I'm going to marry Instagram live. And I'm going to fuck the YouTube shorts. There you go. Yeah. I can get behind that. Uh, <laughs> Seth asks, I'm currently sitting in an office culture webinar. I am so sorry, bro. That is a fucking yikes. That's like what's like watching an OSHA fucking like safety video for four hours straight. What is an office buzzword or phrase that makes you want to yeet yourself into the sun? Things like synergy, for example. Synergy NFT. is a good one. NFT. NFT is a current buzzword for sure. That one fucking hurts the soul. Uh, but like, yeah, synergy is a classic, and it's still being used to like I. Part of why I didn't rush to go back into business after lag TV took off, even though I was like, I had, you know, I was getting paid reasonably well was as much as I liked aspects of, of, of anything within business, whether you're talking about management or marketing, which is the two that I operated in. I fucking hate what people that are in business not everyone, but a lot of people do do it to make it more complicated sounding than it is so that they sound smarter. And using these buzzwords is 100% one of the, like, the fucking methods that they use. And it's usually something like a middle manager or, or something like that is going in to do a presentation to the board. And the board is saying, all right, guys, you know, tell me you know, what's going on. You know, how are you guys doing down there? What's the latest? And they want to sound like they're, they're, op- they're like section of the office is doing some big-time, big-boy shit. 
and they'll just spice it up with as many of these fucking stupid ass buzzwords as they can cram in because they know that most CEOs or most board guys, they only know like the macro level stuff, but they'll hear the buzzwords outside of it. And so they'll, they'll be listening for them. You'll hear them be like, good job out there. T. You're doing a good job. Thank you for your presentation. And if you actually went in as a specialist and told them like the reality of things, everything is just like, they'll just be like, dumb it down for me. Make mm. it simpler. Make it simpler. Mm. And then they're like, mm. all right, we're synergizing our fucking, our area, whatever the fuck, like every buzzword imagine. We're synergizing our NFTs with our fucking, uh, with our fucking video games. And they'd be like, oh, that sounds, that sounds great. I hate Energy. fucking all that shit. I, I fucking hate all that shit. Uh. Danish Devil, what are the best and worst things about flying? Any travel hacks or strange habits to share? I haven't traveled nearly enough to give you any hacks. All I know is that traveling in a plane was never made for somebody my size. And so fuck planes. Fuck them. <laughs> unless you uh, got like a private jet or something yeah like, like unless you're flying business class fuck them uh, straight up it's straight up like then the industry is a fucking giant skamaz as far as far as i'm fucking concerned uh fuck it i hate flying i uh, you know pre-2001 flying was a totally different animal uh but now we've got like a bajillion security checks and you're you're like oh please show up to the airport three days before your flight so that you can make sure that you go through absolutely everything that is required before you get on the plane like there's so much anxiety for me about just like i feel like i'm taking some sort of iq test every time i walk through a fucking airport um that yeah i just i just fucking i just i fucking hate everything about it there's nothing i enjoy about flying zero uh my hacks are after we got stuck in the middle of fucking nowhere, Bangor, Maine, is I'd never leave now without two changes of underwear, two changes of socks, and a small, whatever they allow you to take on, thing of toiletries. That goes into my backpack above all else. Uh, and that's it. Because, uh, like, yeah, you're just ready for them to lose your luggage. Or, like, fucking end up somewhere oh, yeah. where you're not supposed to be. Or yep. there's crazy delays. And you're, like, sitting out in the fucking, like, terminal for 600 years when they have the rest of your shit already on the plane. Uh, like, uh, yeah, that's so that's definitely the only thing that I look out for. That and just surviving. Just get me the fuck out of there. I hate it. Yeah. I, um, bro, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I did, I, I... I I fucking hate flying with a goddamn passion. Yeah. There's, there is not, there is nothing great about flying. Um, and we probably hate it even more than most just because where we live and like everything is a long flight or a connecting flight. And it's just like, you know, if I could just jump on one plane and go to where I need to go, I'd still hate it, but I wouldn't hate it as much. It's the process. It it's the yeah. getting out showing if you're going international you gotta show up like several hours before like you said you gotta fucking sell your firstborn child you gotta have like and it's even worse now like when i'm traveling to the to the states next month i gotta go and get a rapid covid test not just like a regular covid test i gotta go into the building you gotta pay 40 dollars to get a test it get it back in 15 minutes it's a pcr pcr test. test or whatever it is then uh, then you have to show them you, that you were negative in the last 24 hours before you can get on there. Then you've got all this other shit. Bro, I I told myself, I said, if I'm going to the States next next month, uh, I'm taking drastic measures. So I did two things. 
<laughs> I, I, uh, I upgraded my credit card. So I actually got another credit card. I thought, like, I, I always say points. So everything that's, yeah. you know, uh, I'm big on the, on the point shit. Yeah. So I, uh, I thought I was upgrading my credit card to this higher end credit card. So it, it because it, when I, when I, when I went to go apply, it was for the same balance and whatnot. So I was like, okay, um, I'll just go ahead and apply and see if I get it. Obviously I got it. And, uh, I found out that it doesn't replace my old card. So I actually just got another credit card, which I was like, okay, fine. But what this credit card does, like my last credit card, I could go into specific areas of the airport and like almost, they're almost like kind of lounges. Yeah, they call them lounges that are specific. They usually call them like by the rewards card name and then like lounge. Yeah. This other one that I got, this newer one, puts me in like the lounge lounge where, you know, I can get like express check in and do whatever, all this other fucking shit, right? So I'm like, okay, if I'm doing that, I'm going to stay away from as many people as I can. I'm just going to like fucking go off into the corner somewhere and sit there. (laughs) Then I went and I got fucking first class tickets every. For every flight. Damn! I didn't give a fuck. I didn't Actually, care. Actually, they're probably, they're probably almost affordable right now. I mean, it was $1,200 more in general um, to, to from from coach to yeah, business yeah. class. And I, I said, you know what, man? If I'm ever... Because I never... I've never... I've got the... I've flown first class before, but it was like a free upgrade where they're just like... Yeah, hey, you can go yeah. up there. But I've never like bought stuff. And I told myself... If I'm traveling, I need to stay clear away from as many fucking people as I can. <laughs> I I am not getting stuck on a five and a half hour flight to Vegas from fucking Toronto or Montreal. And I'm going to be sitting in the middle fucking seat between two other fucking people um, in the middle of fucking AIDS. It's just not <laughs> happening. So I'd rather just go ahead and just get the first class tickets, splurge, go into those VIP areas and just sit my ass there. And then just pray to fuck that we don't get any delays. I don't have to stop anywhere. It just, that's how much I hate it. I'm willing to spend the money uh, because I hate flying so much. Uh, But I'm going to. Oh, dude, it's terrible. I'm doing it. I told myself I'm not going anywhere unless those two things happen. So I I went a little crazy this time around. But something tells me that I'm going to get addicted to this style. And then that's it. I'm if I, cause I don't fly often, like maybe once or twice a year. If you're only going once or twice a year, Why I mean, not, the, the right? thing is like, I think pre COVID a lot of business class stuff for the flights that we used to take, which I don't think were dramatically more expensive than going from here to Vegas. The business class were like three X the cost. Yeah. It was yeah. like nearly four grand, uh, yeah. for business class. But because obviously there's no, not nearly as many people flying right now the cost isn't nearly as bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the grand scheme of things, if you're still only, if you're only traveling like once a fucking year, twice a year, then it's kind of hard. So to answer to not your question, want to. my hack, <laughs> my uh, hack is business class. Yeah. Right now, right <laughs> now it's, it's spending stupid amounts of money so that I can feel as comfortable as possible in the most <laughs> uncomfortable situation that you can do while traveling. Cause I fucking hate flying. Um, not that I'm scared to be in the sky or anything, right? Like I, I'm not that. That part doesn't bug me. Yeah, like, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. I'm not like one of these people. Like I'm afraid to fly in case the plane crashes. It's like, bro, no. 
Um, I have much higher probability of getting a car crash on the way to the airport in the fucking weather that we have than I ever will in the sky where there's like nobody. Um, the part that I hate is people, closed places, <laughs> crammed, uh, everybody's in lines and rushing. There's just like your anxiety the moment you hit the airport. It's just like. You're six hours early, but you're rushing. Like, yeah, you're like, you're like, you're fucking, like, yes. It's just like, there's lineups. Do I, I'm checking my pocket every four minutes to see if I got my passport. My yeah, wallet, is it still on me? Did somebody take my passport? Take my, wallet, my, passport? My, wallet, my passport. <laughs> did, did I forget it? Like that's, and it's like that the whole time. Dude, I bought a fucking body sling for the yes. last time I went on, uh, when Em and I went to, uh, uh, to California for Matt's birthday, uh, birthday for his wedding. And I bought a front butt for that same reason, because I was constantly doing the fucking butt. So I said, yep. fuck that shit. I yep. bought a crossbody bag like I was Drake, and I just fucking put all my shit in my crossbody. And I, I was just like, all right, it's there. I put yep. it on the front of me. I zippered up my hoodie, and I said, great, nobody's going to be lifting my shit. And I, uh, that took one tiny bit of anxiety away. Yeah. No. But I, uh, my hack, pay the money if you can. <laughs> but the biggest hack that I do now is I never check bags. Ever. I just get a carry-on. Carry-on, yeah. Carry-ons are big. Like, yeah. you can get a fucking a carry-on about that big, that deep. And I'm usually away for maybe a week max. But, like, usually it's a weekend, right? Like, four days, five days. I stuff air. I, I fucking pack it neatly. I put all that shit. Carry-on. Because the motherfuckers will lose your shit. And I'm telling you, when you get off the plane, it's more anxiety. Did they lose my bag? You're sitting there at the checkout just waiting, and you're just praying just to see. It's like, oh, I think I found it. Nope, nope, that's not that's not mine. Fuck. And then, like, the belt <laughs> stops for a while, and you're like, fuck. And then the belt starts again. You're like, okay, maybe my shit's there. No, just have your shit with you. Take it and go. Dude, it's a fucking, I can't stand it. I'm right. so happy, though. Like, I, and, like, the... Uh, I am excited to go eventually when the world stops burning to go to the Philippines and meet, you know, M's family and hang out, be there for, you know, a couple weeks or whatever. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a, a crazy awesome experience. But you know what I'm not looking forward to? The, the travel. fucking travel to get there. No, no, no. That's a that's a first class ticket. You fly, you, you, you fly, yeah, you fly to like, basically you can go to Toronto and you I think you can do a direct from Toronto. It's like 17 or 18 hours in the air. Nah, I'd be like, listen, honey, I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to spend a lot of money on these plane tickets. Because if you think I'm going to be sitting in coach with a bunch of fucking screaming kids and AIDS all over this plane for that's 17 no. hours, that's a, no. that's a massive, I don't give a fuck if the tickets are triple. <laughs> this is like a once in a lifetime trip that I got to go meet your damn family. You know, shit. For a few well, thousand dollars. Like, it's more like once every like. Canada. You know, fuck, I'll pay for them to ask them to come over and <laughs> let them go on the damn plane. Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Hell no. It's crazy. Uh, time Tricks asks if you were back in high school today and it was creating an esports team, what games or genres would you uh, want it to have? Say it again. If you were back in high school today and it was creating an esports team, what games or genres would you like it to have? Why? Why would I have to be in high school? 
well i mean i'm just saying just saying if you were going back in time like if you were in high school and you were interested in in joining an esports team as if it was like something that was part of the school like the you know sports team yeah i mean starcraft man like it's really the only game that i played yeah in high school was starcraft halo Uh, halo 2 and starcraft yeah those were pretty much it and i mean we try we tried to play halo competitively and you know we we ran into our first sweaties and uh you know our adderall sweat masters and i wonder if he's still look, alive if he is he, he looked half dead back then yeah yeah I, so yeah, who I, knows who knows um but <laughs> safe to say we've done more with gaming than he did yes <laughs> i would say so, so uh so, for sure know, did we i think we won in the end i think we yeah just took a little extra a little extra time uh but yeah i don't know I'd, I'd probably say the same thing really starcraft um you know halo was was hype back in the day if it was today you know um if 343 can get their shit together halo esports is still really fun to watch uh so yeah sure why not mm-hmm. um you know the ones that are obviously going to happen if they were to, to do it you're going to get valorant you're going to get league of legends you're going to get fucking dota you might get a a counter-strike or something like that but yeah, um, I don't know. For me personally, same as Jeff, basically. Um, mm, let's see, Xeon Slayer. If you could acquire any company and run that company, which would it be? Three, four, three industries. I'm gonna say that. Because while I have zero video game development experience, and I mean zero, I feel like I feel like you don't need a wealth of knowledge to have dodged the minefields that they put in front of themselves for this Halo Infinite launch. Uh, because like we talked about in the podcast before, we're talking about we're talking about a decade of industry experience where they already, everyone else found all the spots where the mines were in the minefield, and 343 looked at that and said, you know what? We're carving our own path, and then ran into, subsequently, many mines on the way, instead of learning from the experiences of other people. And so all I would do is I'd walk in and I'd say, hey guys, you know, we're pretty talented in here, but uh, we're going to make some better business decisions, like, uh, don't fuck the store so hard, and... Maybe don't launch the game in this weird fucking stretched out point where we've lost like 90% of our players and now we're struggling to keep the dream alive. Things like uh, that. Real simple. Are we talking does it have to be video game related nah, or be anything. any company? Maybe anything. I'm just doing that because it was like I just mentioned 343 not long ago so I, that yeah. was the first thing that popped into my mind. You know what, man? I guess I'll... Because I, I, I just have no desire to... You know what? Fuck it, man. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and buy Swish LA, man, and I'm gonna Let's run go. that bitch, man. I'm gonna Let's go. buy. I'm gonna buy. Listen, I've been watching. I, I was on a serious about a uh, back in December when I was just salty as fuck in my stomach. I just sat in bed a lot and watched a whole lot of Hell's Kitchen. Too much Hell's Kitchen. Way too much Hell's Kitchen. And uh, you know, at the end of it, I've come to realize that I kind of want to run a restaurant um, and put myself through this the pain um, because it looks awful and awesome at the same damn time. So, you know what? I'm going to go with Swiss chalet because I used to work there before I was who I am now. 
And, uh, you know, it's going to, it'd be like a full circle. It'd be coming, coming back around. Funny enough, I actually messaged the old owner of Swiss Chalet um, on Facebook um, about three nights ago. I, mm. It was random. I was just thinking of him. I, I think I, I was out at the bank and there was a Swiss Chalet beside the bank. And I'm like, I wonder if Ron is still kicking it and doing his thing. So I, I, didn't, I didn't remember his last name. So I went to my old GM manager and went to his Facebook and then looked under his friends and searched mm. Ron. And then I, there was only like two Rons, one of them. <laughs> there he is. I'm like, oh, okay. So I messaged him and I just said, hey, what's up, Ron? I don't know if you remember me or not. Because at the time he was like, when I worked for him, he was probably in his early 50s. So, um, you know, he's a bit older now. All right. It's been, it's been like, uh, what, 11 years or so since I worked there. And uh, so I messaged him. I said, hey, Ron, I don't know if you remember me or not, man, but I used to work for you at uh, Swiss Chalet over on, uh, in Maine, on Maine. And uh, uh, I just wanted to say, man, I, I hope all is well. And uh, I, I, I just told him, I said, hey, man, like, I've been doing my own thing uh, since, I, since I put my two weeks in. And I just wanted to say, man, I appreciated the way you ran your business and uh, how you were always supportive of, uh, of my own entrepreneurial ende- endeavors. And uh, I just wanted to, uh, you know, uh, see, how, see how things are going. And I hope your family's doing well and everything else. And then uh, probably like four or five hours later, man, he messaged me back. And he said, hey, man, how's it going? Good to hear from you. And he gave me a, you know, big thumbs up, big on, thumbs the, up. On, the fa- on the on the Facebook. And, <laughs> and, 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 that, and that was that, man. But he was the guy, he was the guy that, um, you know, when I put in my two weeks, him and, because he was the owner owner. And yeah, then yeah. there was the GM who who was Glenn at the time, yeah. and uh, and then I had a manager Tracy who was like my floor manager, and uh, all three, all three of them, especially Ron, the the business owner, mm. he used to give me a hard time about um, my uh, my my Ed Hardy watch with all the <laughs> as he should, as he should. That thing is I, the I, ugliest I, fucking watch. Like, like back in the day, I used to go in. I used to go into the Swiss. I used to have oh the, my uh, god the I used rhinestones to have the hat on, and I had the I had the rhinestone uh, watch, <laughs> dude. That's around here somewhere. And uh, I wonder if it's oh in here. god. I wonder if it's in here. Let me see. Tell me it is. I don't think so. I think it's in my closet. But uh, anyway, I'll find <laughs> it. Maybe I'll show you guys next week. But anyway, he used to give me a hard time, and he used to say like, "Yo, Jeff." You know why are you wearing all this all this bling, right? Because you know I was a black guy, and he, I think he was trying to like be hip, and he's like an older, <laughs> older white dude, right? He's like, why you why are you wearing all this bling? You know what I'm saying? Like, aren't aren't the, don't you think that the people that you're serving might not think you need the money, and then you know you're, they're not going to tip you as well and stuff Fair like that? Ball. So he used, to, he used to give me a heart. It made me think about it too, right? So like then I stopped wearing like my earrings. I had like fake diamond earrings, and I had uh, you know the watch. I start stopped wearing the bling, right? Uh, but anyway, when I when I told him about the YouTube and how I was going to do it, he was super supportive. He was like, "Listen, uh, go follow your go follow your dreams. You know, you've got too much personality to be sitting here serving tables your whole life. And if it doesn't work out, I'll give you your job back. No questions asked. You know." And it gave me I was going to quit regardless, but like it really <laughs> it really gave me the confidence to like just go out and do it, knowing that like, hey, my job is there in a month, three months if I need it. Right, so. Um, shout outs to Ron, Ron. He was a real one, dude. He was a real one. And he was even when we used to make those, uh, diaper cakes. Um, oh my fucking God. He, I remember he that. He allowed, he allowed th- this, is how cool this owner is guys. 
This this restaurant used to get like 30,000 people a week, like foot traffic. And uh, he set up a table in the in the that foyer. That you can put your, your cakes put on. And I put diaper cake on there like, yeah. uh, like, uh, and, and put all the business cards there. And I he he didn't charge me anything for it. He just allowed me to advertise there for free. And, you know, he was always like enabling me to to, you know, get my hustle on and 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 try my own business. So I, I just felt compelled. Where, to where was Ron when it. we were selling Chuck Norris T-shirts? Jeff? Seriously, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, shout outs to Ron. Shout outs to Ron. What Let's a fucking hero. So I don't I don't a Swiss LA, man. I don't I like Swiss it. LA. I'd run it. I like it. Uh, Super Combi Guru asks, aliens have landed on Earth and challenged you to a best of seven series for the fate of the Earth. What game do you pick? Gee, I can't Starcraft. imagine which one that Jeff would pick. Starcraft. I think I win. Yeah. I take him on and, and take your pick of Forza titles. There's not a lot of people that I know that, that spank me in Forza, so I'd be confident in Forza racing, racing in general. Uh <laughs> Dineves, here we go. All right, now this is always fun to do because we've been right many times before, so maybe we'll get some more right here. Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard and Sony buying Bungie, and it's only one month into 2022. It's kind of a crazy start to the year. What other crazy gaming news should we put on our bingo cards for this year? What do you think? What, what's our what's our crazy shit to happen in video games prediction for this year? I I, th- I think that was the crazy that happened. I don't think it's getting too much crazier than that, man. In one year, I don't think it's getting. I don't. I don't think there's going to be as an acquisition as big as. Well, I don't think it's not just acquisition, but just like I guess news in general. I suppose. I'm trying to think about what kind of silly nonsense. Um. Hmm. Jeez. I'll say, I'll, instead of crazy, I'll just assume, like, some of the w- companies that might still get bought up uh, in this time. I'll, I'll say, I'll, and I'll try to make a prediction of how much I think they're going to be sold for. Uh, I think that Sony will buy Konami, and I think they're going to buy Konami for uh, somewhere between 900 mil and 1.2 bill. Okay. So what I think they're going to get Konami for. I'm going to go and say Sega gets bought. Mm, this year. By who? I think Sony. I think if Sony goes in and buys Sega. I think Sega, Microsoft buys Sega if Sega uh, gets bought. I, see, I wanted to say that, but like. <laughs> I, think, I think if Sony bought Sega, that would be, you know, that would be like, hey, motherfucker, like. Now we doing some shit. You know, like Bungie's one thing you buy, you buy with Sega. I mean, Sega, Sega has a lot of shit that they've got under the, and you know what? Sega, Microsoft have a quasi relationship already in the gaming do. space. So they I do. think, God I think damn. there's a chance they've got a new, they've got a new Sonic game coming and stuff. You know, maybe it wants to get put on the game pass day one. Yeah. You know, they've got, they've got the, the movies popping off. I Bruh. think, yeah. If Sega gets bought out, regardless who it goes to, how much money do you think they're going for? Oh. Uh, I would say Sega gets bought out for, it's not going to be mass. Well, it'll be big. I'm going to say 10 bill, 10 bill for Sega. Yeah. Wow. 
I think ten billion. That's big money, bro. Yeah, I like, I like, I, I like where, I like where you're at. I'm not gonna be, go that high. Like, think about, think about how many games and licensing that they have. I mean, they that, got tons of IPs. Oh, like, no question. Like Sonic in itself mm. is kind of a big deal. Um, I, I think, I think they, they could got be Fantasy worth Star and a bunch of shit. Like Sega's got I, a few. I, I, I think. I think they could. I think go up ten billion, man. I think Microsoft buys Sega, and I think that Microsoft buys Sega for mm. I think they go for about what Bungie goes for. I Ooh. think they're going to go for three point six to four bill somewhere in that neck of the woods. And the reason for that is because they've got a lot of IPs, but that's really what they've got. They're not cranking out games making a lot of money right now. The Sonic movies are making them more money than the Sonic games at this point. That's true. So they don't have, like, it's not like Bungie where they have a bunch of super talented people in there already. Like, you're basically buying them for all of the intellectual property that you still have to find people to make games, you know, using. So I think somewhere between around what Bungie was bought for, maybe a little more. Okay, but, but you know, somewhere around four bill. You know what? You 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 you've you've swayed me a little bit. You're kind of right. They they don't have a lot going. They've got a lot of IPs. They've got lots sitting in there. They got lots sitting in there. But like, are they gonna make more? You know what? I'm gonna lower it seven billion. There you go. I think seven billion is probably more realistic. Are you sticking with Sony? No, like I, I, I think Microsoft will buy them over okay. them, but I was just saying, you know, I was hoping that, <laughs> you know, that maybe Sony, Sony would, would I think make Sony's buying splash. Capcom. I, th- I still think Sony's going to buy Capcom. And that makes sense. And I think that one's closer to six or seven bill for Capcom. Maybe they buy Atari, you know? <laughs> Does anyone really need Atari in their life right now? No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll go and say, I'll go and say Sony buys Sony by Sega. All right, and for gonna, and for and for seven bills. It's seven billion. All right, I'm saying seven bills for Capcom for Sony. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, we. I, I promise you guys, I will be shocked if if all the companies that we just mentioned aren't bought by the end of the year. So now we just have to sit back and wait. Well, and you see. know, you know, every publisher right now is thinking to themselves, maybe it's time. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's time. This is our opportunity, yeah, right? Because this is kind of like streamer land where the streamer wars are happening and people are getting paid large amounts of money over what they're worth because an industry is trying to be birthed and they're trying to get the talent and the names also, attached. Something, something to think about too is that while inflation is fucking you and me up, Oh, it's not fucking inflation's, them up. Well, inflation's fucking them up because they've got money sitting around and they can borrow money and it's worth like... Seven percent less in the last calendar year than it was previous, and it's only going to get worse. And so their purchasing power for what they're going to get is getting worse. And so internally they're going, "All right, buy it now. Start buying shit like crazy." And so I think we're going to see more of it because of that. They're going to spend a fortune this year. Like we've already blown the last couple of years of, of purchase out the water, brother. The amount of money you can be thrown around this year is going to be crazy. There you go. There's our predictions. Smash Bob, question for Adam. Oh, I'm honored. What's the best first word at Wordle, and why is it penis? <laughs> I'm not a bit. I'm not. I'm not. You know what? My Wordle words are uh, do not include penis. My opening. My opening two words are steam. S T E A M, 
and Prion, P-R-I-O-N. Those are my two. Um, they have yet to fail me uh, up to this point. I've gotten 34 in a row now. My distribution is 1, 2, 8, 3s, 14, 4s, 7, 5s, and 4, 6s. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I'd show on camera, but I don't think... You can kind of... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you can kind of... Sort of... Kind of sort of see that. So yeah, those are my those are my my opening uh, my opening words. Uh, but penis isn't terrible. I mean, you're getting two vowels and an S and an N. The P is kind of a misnomer in that, you know, or or not a misnomer, but kind of a weak uh, a, a weak one, which is why it goes into my second word. But it's not bad. It's not terrible. Uh, let's find one more real quick. Here it is. Oh, here we go. I don't know. If, I don't even know if I have an opinion on this. Volcus, just because. Ducted air system or ductless? <laughs> ducted air system or ductless air system? The fuck is a ductless air system? I, I don't. I, I'm I'm confused with. The I'm question. pretty sure they all need ducts to force. Whether you're using forced air or 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 like. Like, HVAC? Where does the air travel? Like, where does the air travel? I, I guess. That, just, I don't know what this means. Maybe he's just opening fucking windows. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what that means. Yeah, uh, choose a different question because I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't even know what the hell that would be. Um, just give me some good old fashioned HVAC. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like maybe. Yeah. Like maybe you mean yeah, like a window unit or something. I'm, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I do like I do like forced air as a method of heat because it works so fucking fast. Shit's yeah. crazy fast. Um, but then you got to pay for oil, and um, well, oil. It's oil. <laughs> then again, uh, you know, power. <laughs> yeah, power. Yeah, you're getting it on both ends. Which and and NS power coincidentally trying even harder to yeah. stick it in more than just both of our ends. They're looking for other holes. These guys are crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, all right, let me find one other one here then. Uh, there's one here that just. <laughs> Where am I here? Uh, okay. Any Dr. Samurai, any board games that you recommend? I'm not really well, a board game guy. I'm a classic Monopoly. Or just give me Monopoly, yeah. Just give me Monopoly, man. I'm Just uh, fucking Monopoly. Yeah, I'm definitely not the guy that you want to ask on what board game should be what. No. You can't go wrong with, Monop with Monopoly. It's timeless. There's lessons to be Scrabble had. Scrabble is another fun one for me. I like Scrabble. You know, Monopoly. Monopoly, Monopoly is not only a game of luck, but there's also a lot of skill, people skill, um, you know, there's, there's just, there's intangibles about Monopoly that, that isn't completely luck-based, mm. you know, which makes, you know, makes play it a bit not fun. so standard. Yeah. So you, you know, you can sweet talk people and barter and it has to do with real estate and it's just the best. It's, it's timeless. <laughs> uh, there's, uh. I had one of my neighbors uh, years and years and years ago used to have board game nights and in their basement they had excuse me a room 
That was just, I mean, fucking floor to ceiling. Every board game, I think, well, I mean, there's a lot of board games, so obviously not every board game, but like, we're talking, they had like somewhere around two to three hundred different board games in this room dedicated to it. And then every week they had a board game night and they had a bunch of friends come over and then they pull a bunch of board games out the room and just play board games. And there are definitely a bunch of people that do that kind of stuff all the time. Um, I've never been about that life. Um, but I do like me Monopoly. I do like me some Scrabble. Um, and when I was growing up, we played a lot more like card games with the family it was together than board games. Uh, hand and foot, 45s, cribbage, yeah. uh, stuff like that. That was more popular than board games for us. So that would be why. And now to wrap up the podcast, Mr. Black, warm up those, uh, those vocal cords. Because Jay Kim is asking, Mr. Maximus Black. Yep. Hit me up with the sound of Bane and Michael Jackson having fuck you money. I don't know what uh, that's supposed to mean, but good luck. Uh, 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 <laughs> give me, give me a, give me a Michael Jackson vocal trill, but in Bane, Bane's voice. Give me a hee hee, but in Bane. Wait. <laughs> 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 That's, that's, that's all you're getting, man. You guys are asking too much. You guys are asking too much. Oh, my God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's another technical podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed yourselves. We'll be back next week <laughs> for some more of whatever the fuck this is. Thank you for continuing to support us on Patreon.com slash LagTV. Stay safe out there. Have a good one. And until next week, peace. Peace.